Welcome one and all to week 17, season two of the official UE podcast. I'm your host, Terry, and with me is the man that recently created the scariest TikTok imaginable. It's Daryl. How's it going, sir? What do I, I don't know what you mean. I'm beautiful. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm beautiful. <laughs> eyelashes are wasted that, on a man. That's, that's, that yeah, was the comment. Someone said my yeah. eyelashes were wasted on a man. So I was like, I got you. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few in the community saying they, they were like, they were aroused and, and they'd, they'd have to seek sort of help for that. It's, it's, yeah. it's weird. It's weird. I know. It's things, <laughs> things you do for views, isn't it? Things you do for views, bro. <laughs> you know what? When you when you shared that, I was like, oh no. <laughs> what if he Fi- sent it to even Fifey messaged me. I haven't spoken to Fifey for ages. Even Fifey messaged me. It's like, please stop wearing women's clothes. <laughs> Mate, I I fucking I screenshot like grabbed it and like copied that video. I've cut it up. I'm I'm gonna put music behind it. I'm gonna I'm gonna change it all up. Can you, can you put one of your, right, one right of your gangster tunes to it? <laughs> nah, do you know what I might do? I might, I might, I might Lady do a, a jingle. I might do a jingle. There you go, see? See? Yeah, you go. I'll make you all famous. Fuck you now. And also with us this week is the man who recently created the scariest uh, rap music imaginable. So, Daryl. Uh, Fanny, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was Daryl. What a cunt. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, you, you should listen to some of it, though. If you go back to I, when I he was doing I it, have, I, like, you, know. Um, you know, I know we mock, but if you go back to the time he was doing it, it kind of made sense. Dude, my, my, <laughs> I, was, I was getting, I was getting like thousands of views. You know, I, like, yeah. you know, I had a few man, people man actually. The new people like that's pretty good. <laughs> if you go back to the time he was doing it, it was it was quite relevant though. Now it just sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think everything does like that, doesn't it? Music in general is like, yes, I listen to some stuff that I used to like when I was younger, and I'm like, oh no, really? How come you didn't? I just a little off time. How come you didn't follow through with that? Why'd you stop it? Because you was banging to um, it back then. My ex. Oh, okay. She said that um, if I want to be with her, I need to stop doing all of that shit. So, so I stopped. I'll, I'll channel, I'll channel you classics. Yeah, mate. I was on channel you as well. Yeah. Wow. So, so how, how did we get on this week, lads? I, mean, oh. I, th- I think Daryl wanted, wanted to milk this, apparently. So <laughs> let's tell us slowly how you got on and what minute was the goal in? Right. So I just I, I annihilated. Slowly, slowly, like, slowly. Annihilated. Slowly. Oh, Percy. Poor, <laughs> poor Percy. Unbeaten in 11, Percy was coming into this and he just didn't turn up. He's got his butt chewed with a 95th minute header. <laughs> <laughs> um oh, no if guess. i'd been if it had been the other way to not at least get a draw out of that game i'd be i'd be fucking spewing but i'll take the win because he was four points ahead of me in third so it's put me a point behind him in third three points ahead of fifth and i'm only i think now four points from second so it, it was it was a big win big big win Nice, nice. Mm. Much needed. Very good. Very but good. It, sh- and, it, sh- uh, it should have been dildo. We won't tell Percy that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that close. Yeah. And Fatty, yourself? Um, I, I lost to, to Carlos's Exeter. Uh, to be fair, I knew I was going to lose because uh, I didn't have my anchor man and he exploited that. He, he doubled up on link play. So he done well. He done what he was meant to do. Um, but his first team, the team that he started with, I would have beat. His substitute that he brought on in the 65th minute scored two goals for him. So obviously it shows that making subs, and it was it was a tactical sub that he made as well, like 65th minute he brought him on, done something different. Um, and that changed the game for him. Completely changed the game for him. So um, I, I, hats off, he, he beat me. Outmastered me, man. I'm not, I'm not one to... To chat shit and um am I still top? Yeah. Am I getting promoted? Yeah. So who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> you're eight points clear of fourth, you know. Yeah. 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 But and quite a run that old Carl is on, isn't it? Quite a run. Mate, he's mate, yeah, he's yeah. doing well. He's doing well. Mm. And do, I said from the beginning, he's my only threat in that league. Like fucking you, you did um, say in, in the like, manager's fit um the interview as well that you wouldn't 
begrudge it. You, you did think he had a chance of beating you, but yeah, you still yeah, felt comfortable. Yeah, 100%. And, but the thing is, like, Callum sits there and he's like, well, I've beat you already. Like, how are you not fearing me? I went, because you drive a pink scooter, mate. Like, I don't, I don't need to fucking worry about you. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just little things like that. Like, this, people sit there and be like, oh, well, your team's shit, or you're this, or you're that. But it's just like, you can't beat me. So you might have beat me once, but doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Like, Ri- Richard wins Rich- from seventeen doesn't isn't. But it, lie, it's a per- it? it's it's a perfect example that like Richard's fourth in in um in the Premier League or third in the Premier League at the minute. But last season I beat him before he got promoted. So do you know what I mean anyone could beat anyone? It's just it's on the day, isn't it? it depends what you do. To quote the Rock, isn't it? Winner, win, uh, oh, the Rock, the movie that is. The winners go home and fuck the prom queen. I do that often. That was only just. I've never won nothing, and I still do that. So. <laughs> yeah, Miss <laughs> you know. Kazakhstan '99. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Kazakhstan '99. You, you married that bitch? Fucking. He's just. He's just. It. He's got all those sashes, isn't he? They sashes. The way he's <laughs> just, just got them on his the bedpost <laughs> each time. <laughs> instead, <laughs> of a, instead of a black book, he just collects the sashes. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently. Uh, I'm currently rummaging my way through Bulgaria, thanks. So we're all good. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, we we got a we got a tool draw. Um, oh, I, I should I should say disappointed. I, yeah, I am disappointed. In that. Um, I feel like I should have won. I didn't do something formation wise <laughs> that I I normally would in against this side. I, yeah, it's a bit of bit of silliness from me. But yeah, we were missing Lori as well. Got Camacho injured in the game. I think yeah, sometimes you just got to take it on the chin and move on. So yeah, two all draw. But Took also, Ro- Roma are a much so, better team than where they yeah, Do you think that yeah. deceives you a bit because you go into it thinking they're so low down and actually they're a better team than their league position says, you know? Although he has only lost yeah. once in five. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was more... Um, I, I, I can't... You know, so he played off sidetrap against me. I kind of thought that... Um, and and then he played support defence, so it's like you're trying to play a high line, but you're compact in the midfield and defence. So I I thought it didn't make sense. Yeah, when you read, like if you look at how my formation and tactics were played, it's everything. It flows. It flows nicely. Some other stuff doesn't seem to make sense, but you know, hey, it worked. He he go. He got a, he got a draw. He's got a crack inside. So yeah, you know, we, we move on. It's yeah, you know, on to next week. Another injury though. So. Camacho's out for four, but we'll fast track that with the old um, the karma. We'll get him back into. So yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. That's an easy one for you this week as well. Who's you got Ben Pico? <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> oh, Barcelona. They have a one Athletico. in three, have they? Like you know, he drew uh, again this week, yeah. didn't he? And he lost the week before. Yeah, draw, lost, yeah, defeat. Yeah. So. Draw, yeah, lost, draw. I think. Um, yeah, but he's got no Camacho. Camacho is literally his entire squad. So. No, Braithwaite, mate. Braithwaite comes in. He's no, um, fuck off. Braithwaite comes in. He's got eight goals in fourteen, mate. Legend. What's what? How's Gross doing, by the way? Gross, he is. How did he get on this week? He played well. I'm sure he did in the two all. Eighty-one percent. Is he getting assists as well? Yeah? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll look I'll look into that. I'll have a read well, of the we, actual we commentary need deck again in and the stat, let you know. Please. Yeah, 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 yeah. We I'll, I'll give you. We we'll have a little Camacho update for for next next week for you. Yeah. <laughs> we need right, assists. So have, have please a quick, give me um, assists. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Assists would be cool. If this would be pretty sick. Um, so yeah, I thought we have a quick look at some of these other other leagues. And uh, firstly, in the north, in the Prem. Skeens Vellering run a big push for the title. They face uh, fierce opposition from Dale's Hammerby, who leapfrogged Steve Oliver's AOK after they drew this week. How do you think that might play out? Um, look, Steve, I spoke to Steve previously, and he's a lot more happier with his um, AIK squad than he is with his Man United squad. Because when I was bantering him about what position he was in the in the league, um, he was he was like, well, I'm top with AIK, you know. So I I think I think he'll win. Uh, I I just can't see I can't see past Steve. I think he's got a big focus with that team at the moment. Okay, it's it's tight in it, but if you were just to go by managers, 
I don't know. I probably I would say I would say I would say Skeen myself. I've got a hunch. No, I I I think Skeen's a brilliant manager, mate. Mm. I just I just think the the focus at the minute in terms I think Skeen's more focused on his main squad than with that squad. Yeah. It's doing well though, he's doing really well. And we can't Uh, we can't can't ignore the fact that Dale has taken advantage of the fact of those two drawing, you know, so Gonna be in amongst it. That Hammerby team's decent. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Um, yeah, let's let's move on to uh, the UK Division Three. Uh, Chris Haggard's Portsmouth squeezed a huge victory in the scheme of things uh, versus their fellow relegation candidate Sheffield Wednesday. Do you think uh, Haggard could steer Pompey clear? Mm, it's the, it's very very difficult. Yeah, needs to get a good run of form now. Yeah, he's, but, he's, but, yeah, we say we say it all the time. This. We say it all the time. You get two, three wins, and and it's a whole different ball game. But exactly, if it, he wins his next game, he could be up above Gillingham. A couple of wins, he could be chasing Derby all of a sudden. You know, so yeah, um, he needs to build on that win. He needs to build on that win. But if anyone yeah, can, yeah. like Haggard, could he's a, he's a you know he's been there, seen it, done it. But he needs to uh, he needs to get on a run with that after that win because that is a big win for him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, very true, very true. And um, in the West Division 2, Grant Baxter's uh, Munch and Gladbach pulled off a huge upset against Reims. Um, Do you think that's the sort of result that could see them push up the table? That's BMG. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Grant seems to have, you know, yeah, why not? Um, But that's two defeats. I think I'd be more concerned about Reims falling you know, from that result, that's two defeats in a row, you know, which has really yeah. uh, dented his his hopes a bit with the others doing so well. Like, if you look above him, Lint, LASK are doing well. Bordeaux have obviously come after that defeat they had a couple of weeks ago. Ghent haven't lost in God knows mm. how long. Two defeats in a row, and especially with Ben chasing as well. I mean, Ben yeah. is a really good manager. So, yeah, I'd yeah, be yeah, more yeah. concerned about them falling um, from that in anything else yeah and i can't i can't see chippy i mean chippy and justin are both really good managers long long been around the game a long long time and i can i can see them sort of just keeping that form going oh yeah but yeah i mean again big wins down the bottom as you say look a couple of wins yeah i don't know there's a big gap actually between montpellier and then the there's a the massive bottom, gap that is yeah. how have i not seen that before that is yeah. like 11 points in mid-table. It's like two leagues, isn't it, in the second division there? But, look, mate, I was 11 points in front of Callum, mm. and now I'm, now I'm, what, five or six or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah. it can get close, man. A couple yeah. games, that's all it takes. That's true. Yeah, that's very game. true. Um, in, and let's uh, move on to the South, Division 3. Um, Andy Young, he's continued his march in, in the league with uh, an impressive win at Sasuna, whilst the leaders, Payok, were held to a draw by Mecca's Salgueros. Do you think do you think uh, Mallorca could be sort of late title candidates here? No. I, mean, no. I, know, I know you've you've long sung it, sung his, his praises, um, Daryl. Uh, yeah, 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 Andy I Young. do. Problem is, he's not losing it. Pa, okay. His slip ups are still yeah. getting him a point. You know, just draws, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's won fourteen out of seven. Like his only slip ups have been three draws. It's you know, and whereas Mallorca's have all been defeats. They're this, you know, so he's picking up points when his bad days when Mallorca are, but he's on a great run. So, you know, you can't get away with that forever. But no, I think it will stay. I think it will stay as it is, like the top three. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's, that's a good draw, though, for Maka against um, Payok. He's got to be happy sort of just coming back, taking over a new side and, and getting the draw off a top side. I mean, that's, mm. that's a decent result. And when did Richard Webster take over Genoa? Have I missed something? I, would, you know, I was just going to touch on that. I was going to say, it's a shame, isn't it, that um, Aaron has... Uh, has left yeah. the game. Um, hope, hopefully, we'll see him back in the future. I mean, How I come he's left? Where did that happen? Him, so, so Aaron just doesn't have time at the moment. Um, he's he's working and uh, his work's picked up, and then obviously he's gone back into the office and stuff. And he's a big data spreadsheet type guy, and if he doesn't have time mm-hmm. to do that, then he, he feels like he's fumble it together yeah, on a Monday night yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So because of that, he's obviously just taking a break from the game at the minute but, but what a person he didn't to take want... over that team you know damn look he he, he advertised yeah, yeah, yeah. it he, he advertised it out and um and richard offered him money 
they, I think he still had half a season on it, and Richard offered it to pay pay him for that season ticket. And Richard's a good manager to take over a team like that. Yeah, and he's already he's yeah, done yeah. a big deal, man. So they had yeah, they I had a striker. The they had um, yeah, so he had Barbosa like up top. A, a, fucking an honestly, Daryl Daryl Barbosa, fucking beast, mate. Double SA, 102 or 308 or something. Left footed, um, 38 PV, left foot. Like he was a beast. He's gone, he went to uh, Everton, he's gone to Maxi. And Maxi swapped him for Neymar. So to swap him for Neymar. Big, big deal. Big deal. To, yeah. to swap him for the say is everything. Like you're, you're letting Neymar go for this guy. That's how good he is. Yeah. So. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, you look at the, the people they've already got, like Van Dyke's at Genoa, isn't it? Like Andy, uh, yeah. Andy got Van Dyke. He's got Rodri. Rodri. Yeah, so we've said about PIOK and Mallorca, but that's a very good manager to have that kind of resource and talent already. You know, that that mm. might mix things that up towards the end of the season. Definitely keep Andy and David on their toes, they'll definitely now have to keep their eyes behind them. You know, yeah, yeah 100%. totally agree. And uh, lastly, we'll touch on uh, Eastern Division Three. Um, Lewis King's high flying side, um, put the Turkish giants Galatasaray to the sword, condemning them to another defeat. As, as they're really struggling down at the near the basement end of it. Do you think uh, can Metalla go all the way, and can Galatasaray survive? Mm. I don't know. It's it's very difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's yeah. yeah it looks very difficult for me. Yeah, I think I think it might be too much with what what's he got. How long has he got? Eleven games. Yeah, games, just, uh, there's lot. not a lot of games left to to change things around. And look, I, I'm not sitting here saying you can't do it. No, of course you can, but it, it's just it's difficult, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it might be. I think you'll just run out of games, or then not give it a good go, sort of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. But as you say, never say never. What do we know? <laughs> <laughs> very true very true apparently we know everything everything i know right that's that's the pressure isn't it? it's the pressure <laughs> influencing the game Influences. <laughs> who would have guessed it with my two fa cup rings <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just sitting here eating my chips and gravy mate <laughs> oh no that's it we're done cut <laughs> Right. I was just sitting there watching Liverpool thinking what, what, what? Mate, what last time I checked they were losing 1-0 Yeah, and they're playing yeah. terrible It's not even like that was really? a fluke Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know The confidence is just not there Like, I was shocked Before we started I was just watching You know when you're watching like Is this actually Liverpool I'm watching? It's Yeah, it was poor today Like, poor wow, But Fulham have actually that. started to turn themselves it's around weird. To be fair They look well organised all of a sudden and it was actually Carlos was, was saying that, wasn't he, uh, on, mm. the, on the manager interview the other day? He was, but yeah, Liverpool just but... gone of confidence. You know, it's not even like a meme at a the minute. They just, I don't know what's happened. Okay. So uh, let's move into some um, topics for, for this week. Um, some interesting ones. One of them, this one's brought up, you know, by me, obviously. But um, a couple of other people have uh, been talking about the, the injuries lately. And... For the concept of a PBM uh, and obviously wanting to keep deals going, keep people in the game, are some of the injuries, do you think, too long? And are, are they too frequent as well, some of the big injuries? So, uh, I mean, from I, I've, I've been talking about this with a few guys. From my perspective, like I said, three broken legs. Um, yeah, I, like think, I, I think, that's more, I've I've think been, that's more unfortunate. Been, I, don't think, I don't think it's... Yeah, I mean, but what's... what's I mean, I've, I've had this quite quite often you know i've had big injuries quite often most pb uh, most of my games in ue i've had a lot of injuries and, and big ones um uh, and you know karma's great karma really helps in that set. i mean i'm probably hindered myself because i dropped out of a lot of the karma stuff after you know people moaning about how much i had last season so i dropped away from it all and that's really hindered me now because i could have probably bought uh tiago lori back a lot quicker but um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll bite the bullet and, and carry on with it. But um, I suppose, yeah, I suppose that that's my my worry more is the number of people who have sort of said to me uh, privately, like if they lost like their big key player, yeah, for about fourteen weeks, it could potentially put them off playing anymore. Okay, so I mean, that's my hard. my argument back at that is that that's the point of being able to do so many deals and having squads. It's yeah, a yeah, PBM yeah. in which you can do 
10 deals a week. That is the point in having yeah. squads for me. Because if you can do that many transfers, it means you can easily make two first 11s for your first team. You can have a one and a backup. I don't, yeah. I don't think, especially with Karma, if Karma's there to fix injuries, injuries are going to play a part because otherwise there'd be no point mm -hmm. in having that thing in Karma. Mm -hmm. So no, I, I don't think so. Like I've had horrible injuries like throughout all three squads, you know, and the injury yep. of Nadar has completely ruined him as a player. Even though he's starting to climb back up, his PV hasn't gone back up yet, but the rest of it is. Um, no, I, I think I think injuries are what keep deals going, though, because it makes you then build a squad. If you are saying, oh, if I lost that guy, that would be me done. Why haven't you got a backup? That you can make enough deals to have a backup player to your star. Like you, mm -hmm. you've lost Camacho this week, but you're quite confident yep. in the guy that you're bringing in. Yeah, I feel quite you know I mean? You've got confidence, and that's the point of it. Yep. Like, you, that's the point, yeah, yeah. like, for me. Like, there should think, be injuries, and I think the length of them is there to now make you go and do some other deals and get someone else in and build a squad. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I get it's frustrating. Like, I'd be devastated if I'd lost a couple of players. Like, my centre-back, for instance, yeah, I'd be devastated. But I do have his backup. Yeah. You know? Um, look, that, look, I've I think always what, been... Sorry, well, Terry. I've, I've, no, always go, go been, it, I've always been an ad of, ad of, I can't even say. Oh, hey, drink, oh, drink, hey, drink. Hey, hey. We got a new one. That? Can you make some shot glasses <laughs> with advocate for the uh, for the yes. for the merch? Oh, <laughs> shot glasses. Longevity on. Longevity shot glasses. I can't even talk. I can't even talk. The more um, you get drunk, the more you can mix them up. Yeah, you've long been an advocate. That that's the one. Um of of having um backup players. So you never mm -hmm. go you never go into a game and you don't recruit uh an entire team. So it's cool. Don't manage your reserves, don't manage your youth team. Fu like fuck it, don't matter. But your first team needs to have a right back, left back, and then a both footed right and left back. Do you know what I mean? So like he's your sub. And if one of them get injured, boom, you've got someone that can play both sides or right mid, left mid, and a both footed right mid, left mid. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And vice versa. So uh, for me, I've got centre mid, anchor man, playmaker, free roll. Um, and then someone that's a bit versatile that can probably play two of those positions um, in terms of stats as backup. Because I'm only going to play three of them. I mean, Gross is out yeah. alone to you at the minute. So. Um, yeah. And it's just little things like that, you know, like you should always build your squad to have backup and allow yourself the ability to to have an injury and be like, no problem. I've got, a, mate, I've got, I've given you a hundred and one away playmaker. Like I yeah, have, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? I've got the ability to allow my team to go and do that because I I've, I still have backup, even though I've let him go out. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally have almost like for like for backups almost like same in the same. style i know like okay maybe the overalls of a couple are a, a bit of a jump just because like my center back his shooting and passing and movements are a lot lower than the other guy you know certain things but yeah. the main stats they're the same player you know like from pv point just mm -hmm. because of that and i've always done that okay i don't like sign every position i stick to the formation i play that everyone knows the four five one i play how i play it but i've got covering it all i've even now signed the target man that can play center forward if i need to change a game 70 minutes and play two up top and i've never really done that like i just noticed that tactically subs seem to be playing a bit more of a part than maybe i've even acknowledged maybe they always have but maybe i've only just started to use it but i've, I've signed that and like i've got both footed two both footed wingers i've got a both footed center back a both footed fullback like i've got cover and it's because of that and i think that's why that's what people miss um and then when they haven't done hmm, that that's a good point. they they then will complain about injuries because i'm sure it does hurt yeah, some people that's what know? it is because people just want to play one yeah. team they don't want to change nothing they don't oh, want to listen yeah, to yeah, that yeah, yeah. and they Mate, ditch out three of like their that. backups to get in one star guy where you've you know, you put all your eggs on that one guy. Injuries happen. You know what I mean? Like, I, I no, yeah, for yeah. me, I think injuries uh, should stay exactly the same. I think it's good. Because for me, that's what I, makes I more think... deals. Because you'd probably sign your backups more with cash. 
which will then keep mm. cash flowing too. You yeah, use your yeah, main guys to, right, to do right. swaps, you know? So, no, yep. I think it's people, your own fault if you if you haven't built a swap. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you both to, on that on that point. Uh, and that's something I've argued back is, is like, you should have, like like I said, I've, I've lost, uh, so I've lost Elori, but I've got, um, I loaned in a guy from, um, oh, I can't remember now. Sorry, uh, but whoever whoever lent me a, a really decent centre back to cover, but I've also got my gold karma player, and he's playing now. So, yeah, and he and he's he, he's good enough. He he does a job. Do you know what I mean? Until Alori's back, so I'm I'm covered there. I've also brought in like an, another one for cash with nine speed, so I'm good there. Like I said, like I took that punt with you, um, with you, Faddy. Took took your. I, I swapped my previous PL Lacelso, knowing that I could bring in a much better player in a different position that I needed, and I could rely on your playmaker and i still got my gold karma playmaker so again injuries yeah back up i've got all that that's fine um i think my only sort of discrepancy with the whole thing with injuries was like so like i was talking to muscles the same day alori got injured for 14 weeks with a broken leg he had exactly the same 14 weeks and even the commentary was exactly the same right so you know I mean? look and it's okay, like so it's not the injuries i think we, I think, maybe... I think we just have to look at the it's, writing. It's, yeah, it just seems, it, yeah, possibly that, but also it, I don't, I don't so agree. I the question, the question that I got asked was, is there like a time, a, like an area in the game where it's like between this week and that week, injuries become more frequent? Because and and it was like people sort of saying, oh, I also mm. had this. I because I, I think I complained. I was like, well, not complained, but I was like, fuck, I've lost a lorry for fourteen weeks. And yeah, I can, I can understand. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. and and the concerns behind it. However, I just want to take like I, I think I want to take it was just look, three, it was three broken leg, three broken legs in in like a season and a half. No, no, and, and like I said, like I said, I, really I, like I said, I fully I fully understand that and I appreciate that. But like yeah. the 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 situation for me is you in real like I know we keep saying like the game's not real life. It, it's a numbers game. It's a papers game. Whatever. But if you take the real life situation into account. Wolves have half a squad. Leeds have um, a three quarters of a squad. Um, Liverpool have yeah, literally no one. Sixth yeah. six and seventh choice centre backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so like, I totally get that. Do you think you would have been bothered had one been a broken leg, one been a ACL, one been a hamstring? Do you think you'd still be having the same comp? Do you think it's no, just because no, they're all broken be, legs? Do you think was, you may not have yes, noticed I, had it been three different injuries? No, no, no. Maybe I, it's the choice of injuries. Yeah, you're hundred. Yeah, yeah, you're hundred percent spot on. I think if it was like Elori was out for ten weeks with an ACL, um, and the other guy was out for like seven weeks with a, a torn hamstring, and and then one fourteen weeks with a broken leg, you'd be like, okay, I get that. That's fine. That happens. That's that's fine. It was just seeing like broken leg. Hold on, I got another one broken leg. Hold on, let's go a couple of weeks back. He's returning. What did he have? Oh, broken leg. And it's like, <laughs> Fucking Jesus. Would you want to know? I've got and a res- reserve guy that went what, out with a broken leg too. I just yeah. didn't want to say nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Do you know what bothered me the most about it, though, is looking in <laughs> the commentary and it says, like, really, really bad, badly mistimed tackle results in broken leg. Camacho this week, really bad mistimed uh, tackle resulted in uh, twisted knee. And it's like, where's the bookings? Where's the red cards? So, yeah. So, you know, that that's the question, isn't it? Where, where's the bookings? Where's the red cards? Especially for the broken leg. I mean, if I'm going to be hamstrung, with a player being brutally injured, like who, that for like who was who was the who was the Arsenal player that got that broken leg from the Eduardo? Eduardo did that Birmingham player didn't get booked? Yeah, he did. He got sent he off. Get no, who was it? There was someone hate. else that broke a leg and didn't even get booked. Richard Shawcross. I can't remember who it was. Stoke guy, isn't that why you hate Stoke? Because Shawcross didn't get sent off. I, I fucking I hate Stoke and full stop. But that's yeah. But I mean, if if it's if it's like a fifty fifty tackle, and and some of these have been where someone's got broken leg, uh, yeah, and that and especially like done, you know, get your knees done, you know, so, yeah, torn mm. knees and ACLs and that because of fifty fifty and just gone in hard, it happens. But you're reading the commentary and it says like a really late mistimed tackle has broken my player's legs. I'm like. Jummy, you know I mean? I'd be if I was if I'm genuinely the manager on the sideline, the referee fucking sends him off, or I'm going to chin him and the referee. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I was going to run on sweet chin sure music, fucking stuff, yeah? drop kick him in the fucking <laughs> face. Do you know what I mean? 
<laughs> so that, that, the interviews you give for your coaching stuff, and it will you cheer Mate, the honestly, if you have to? Honestly, it would be like the most X-rated like <laughs> like interview after with a manager ever, because I would lose my shit. I would completely lose it. Because it, it just, it, it, yeah, cause I you think just want it's the balance more... of the game. Do you know what I mean? You just want the balance of the game. It's like if I'm playing someone and I get like a player crippled. I, I expect to see some balance back in that game. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, we'll send their fucking player off. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it just seems silly that you can read the comment, the, the line in the commentary. And it's, I mean, if it just said, oh, he fell over the horns and fucking broke his leg, you'd be like, oh, all right, fair enough. But isn't that then I mean? starting to become. <laughs> That's not football? an idea, Ben. Isn't Don't that the do conversations that. Like, <laughs> how has the guy not been sent off? How has that guy not been booked? Does that not become like yeah, yeah, yeah. conversations? It's, it's, yeah, I suppose it is descending into that. I mean, like listening to you, you guys, what you've just said there, it sort of made me think. I think that was my my issue more was like it, maybe if it was different types of injuries, it would make more sense. That would be cool. So that's uh, I think that was my main problem. Yeah. And it, like I think I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. would be yeah. where you fix that. I don't think the injuries are the problem. I think maybe the commentary and words used and stuff yeah i, I think I mean, maybe like because matt went through uh, one he had a player sent off in a really big game there was no commentary about it nothing didn't get mentioned at nah, all see, that would do my his head main striker well. sent yeah, off and he hasn't in. got a clue why yeah because there, yeah. then there's nothing you can do it's like this week as well my the second goal the equalizer in my game was and again it's another dog shit goal it was an own goal and it's like how how can i learn from that how can i do something tactically to defend the bench against that, and it's just like it's it's frustrating. Do you know what I mean? It gets it gets yeah. You lose your players, loads of your players. Yeah, you get uh, all sorts of these things happening, and then yeah, you, know, you get dog shit goals like that. It's like mm. it, it feels like it can conspire against you at times, and it's like you're doing your best. Like like we I've, we said the other week, Fatty. I I like you. I do like three to four weeks worth of like scouting. I I really do my due diligence on every game. And and I put I put a lot of effort into it. Do you know what I mean? And then you mm. get shitted shitted out with like a player getting crippled and nothing happening about that. And uh, and then obviously, like I said, like dog shit uh, second goal, own goal. It's it's really really yeah. diff- difficult to swap pill of pill to swallow. At times. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean, man. I get you. Yeah. Like yeah. mate. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, I'll, I'll stop crying. I've got the Kleenex yeah. out. I'll stop crying now. Let's move on. Uh, this was an interesting one on, on the on the WhatsApp group, an interesting um, conversation that was happening. And I, I sort of thought about it a little bit. And I thought I, I'd, I'd add a little bit. So the second part of this was something I thought of. But match fitness and match sharpness, should this make more? Should this have more of an emphasis, uh, emphasis on a player? Um, one idea I, I sort of put forward, what about all players starting on 90%? fitness or match sharpness as, as like a new thing maybe and you give them games to get to 100 percent. and like if you're rotating players in and they're 90 percent, obviously their their performance get affected because they're not i think playing. i so think match i it, think match sharpness is a is a great idea because yeah so it, it go on. if you use the thing is we the the best ever ever i'm talking about manager game to be created is football manager. Obviously, the, the mm-hmm. team that made football manager come from championship manager. So those that played it, 95 uh, to 2000, it, it, it was the best ever All game. of them, baby. All yeah. of them. Right. And, and so for me, when you, you sit here and you look at things and you want to build the best ever play-by-mail game, you want to, which is a manager game, you really want to build it off football manager. That's what you want to do. Um, as much without without being uh, over dramatic and, and using too much terminology, but if you do build, you, you've got a really good game. And I think match sharpness and fitness is obviously in that game massively. <clears throat> and you can you can have a player that's one hundred percent fit, but his match sharpness is on sixty three percent. Yeah, you know, and the only way you get it up is by him playing games. Like he he needs to get match sharp. Um, and I think this or, would add emphasis on rotating and br- yeah. having depth, well, obviously, said, like you say, Sally, and rotating, playing friendlies. Daryl, one sec. One second. Say, say it again, Terry. I, I just think it would be great because I think it would add emphasis to what you've said before about having depth. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm lucky in that case because I, like, I would have been fucked now in previous games. It's like... And it pains me again to say it, but Daryl sort of told me about how I always only had good first 11s and that was it. And I had to sort of do get, get other players in and have depth. And I've done it in this game and I've got away with it. And I think 
having match sharpness or something like that would sort of it would make teams have to have depth rotating playing friendlies would be important again you know because yeah. you, you know uh, and that that obviously is more money in the coffers for for Ben no. you know, if everyone's playing friendlies each week as well as cup ga- or, or cup games you know if you're playing one or the other okay so so let me let me let me add on let me add on to that do you think the way the way it is at the moment the international setup should affect your players fitness and and match sharpness i just get shot of it i don't like it yeah 100% so so i I think i think right now i think right now if you're going to keep the international setup it shouldn't affect any of the players in the game international duty and they can't play that week because they're on international duty <laughs> yeah see that, that that's what I mean like, if you're going to do it properly you do it if you're going to yeah, do the yeah. international setup properly you do it fucking properly do you know what I mean but like for me because the international setup and I'm, I'm I know Ben's listening I, I think it's fucking dog shit yeah the whole setup of it is it's not good enough the way that the actual game is when you manage your actual team compared to the international setup, I just think players shouldn't be affected. They're, can I, they're can I just, can I just interject here, where you've said that about Ben, I just, just want to say, Ben, I love your ideas. I love your game. <laughs> don't, please don't give me any more injuries. I, I'm fucking I'm, I'm done. No more injuries. No more dog shit goals. I, I love Some, you. Just something desperately needs to be done, though, just, because as I've said, I've got a player that hasn't played yeah. all season, but he's 100%. No one in my squad, all three teams, yeah. He's under hundred percent. But the, yeah. and this is uh, the this is the problem. You know, like if if you've got a player that's playing every fucking week, yeah, we, we've played what 18, 17 games now, right? And they've played fucking twenty games, including yeah, cups and whatever else. Yeah, my right? and, they, and they're on hundred percent all week, all the time. That's yeah, he's never yeah. dropped. My main centre played play. all twenty, never dropped. And there's some players I've I've seen as well, like. Yeah, I've had players come back and injury, and most of the time they come back, they're around seventy to eighty percent around there. And I've seen players come back from like reasonably long injuries. They've had like two weeks karma, you know, twice or something like that, brought them back real quick, and they're like ninety odd percent. And it's like, no, you've got to have balance. You've got to have balance in the game, otherwise it's unfair. It just mm-hmm. favours certain teams. It's you know, it, it's silly. Just have some balance in there. That's no, that's all. I agree with you hundred percent. In something, fitness needs to be one of the next big things he does like it has mm. to it has to change because it plays such a big part in all football no it's not even like trying yeah. to make this more realistic that's almost a basic thing like if you look in any game even yeah. way back to the lma fitness was an issue you know fitness you had to watch that's in right, games yeah, like yeah, that yeah. even in lma right. you know so every sort of football game that you get involved in fitness is always something that you've looked at you know now, th- this is another thing right match sharpness and fitness should also come under the stamina tree, right? I'm going to call it a tree, mm-hmm. right? Because if you if if the if the stamina stat is the tree, then your branches that come off it would be match fitness, sharpness, um, uh, other things that that obviously affect the game. I just think that at the minute the stats and the only thing that the stats do are tactical. Yes, they don't affect. So, so I, I, they don't affect anything see, else. See what you think about this, though. I, I think match sharpness should be just purely on game time. That should be mostly about the game time. Yep. yep. I think match uh, fitness, possibly linked, like you say, Faddy, to stamina, but also because uh, it, it's difficult if it's too, if it's too low. Well, yes, fitness like would be like strength training, stamina so training, and match sharpness would be game yeah. time. You know. But I think as well that should affect their recovery time. So if you if you've got a player who's like got six stamina or something like that, and he's got to come back from injury to get, you know, what I mean, his his match fitness and match sharpness should be a little bit lower. Do you know what I mean to come back? Mm. Should take him a little bit longer, maybe mm. something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But if you're stamina, I, like, I like the thought so, of match sharpness though. I like well, the, like that. I can't but, remember who it was talking about on the WhatsApp group, but it was a really good shout. But but like the the perfect example is is Ronaldo in this game. I think stamina six. So would you say that Ronaldo should be playing only a game or two and then having a rest one week? Yes. Um. At the very least, you rotate them, don't you? I mean. 
you know, they could they could possibly play sort of five or six games, and then you know you you, you, know, you rotate them or something like that. Okay, well, with um, the the example that I'm trying to say, and the reason why I'm saying it is because Ronaldo in himself is obviously probably him and Messi are the best players in the world in real life as well as in the game. Now, yes, yeah. if you have Ronaldo in your squad, do you feel like you are being jeopardised? I think that's going to be the right word to use. Because you have him, um, that you're only able to play him a certain amount of times. But obviously when he does play, he scores and he does fucking unreal shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, so that's is, why is, I, that, I think, is that what you do? I, I don't know. I mean, like with people like him, I've never. I, do you know what? Some of these games, you get like Messi and Ronaldo are on like five stamina or something. And most people will usually pot them and try and up it and then add longevity, don't they? I mm. don't think that should. I, I don't think they should be hamstrung like that because let's be honest, Ronaldo's a beast. He could probably play at this high level for another three, four seasons, piece of piss, and still score thirty odd a week. You know, yeah. a season. A week. Um, yes, yeah, sorry, nearly. <laughs> That'd be great. If he plays, plays against my pub sides, he would have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I never quite liked that. I felt it was a bit unfair on some of these guys who did take the punt on. But then at the same time, I mean, it is a PBM, isn't it? How do you get people doing deals? How do you get people swapping Ronaldo? You've got to make it, you've got to make it to a point where there is a reason he needs to be swapped at times other than the age because... You know, I, I don't really like longevity. You know, um, you, you just whack it on them and you, it keeps them there forever. I mean, at the very least, you should say it's to stop players' stats rising. If you add longevity, okay, it stops them dropping, but it stops them rising. Simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. The balance needs to be looked at, though, from a fitness point of view, because, again, that would make more deals happen. You know, it would make the game go longer. You would do more planning into stuff. At the minute, some people can play race to make your, the best 16 and then just sit there and wait because you don't have to do much else, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, then That's you just point. maybe swap one in and out because at the minute you make your first 16... You don't really worry about fitness. If you get lucky with injuries, you're, you're laughing for two seasons, isn't it? And that's probably why some of the attention right, goes, because yeah, yeah. these guys have got, well, my, my top 16's the best in the fucking game. I'm out. Let's go play the next one, you know? So, but I think, yeah, fitness and injury stuff would definitely add a little bit more depth to the game. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay, last one before we get to Dave's transfer roundup. Uh, last one was just a quick one on mentoring. I mean, have you guys... I was asked, have, have we seen anything? You know, Nothing. The, the question was to the panel, have we seen anything like in regards to mentoring? I, I thought I'd bring it up because it's relevant, at least for me this week. Uh, my goalkeeper, he uh, Carlos, the trialist, he's gone up really well all the way through the season before he was um, given uh, tutoring, uh, mentoring. Sorry, uh, Nothing at the end of it, to be honest. Um, just said they finished. There was no significant rises, no PV rise, no, no rises at all. No change in any stats, so I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's there for. So I've, I've no, had nothing sorry. either. No comment. Um, nothing. Yeah. I've got my keepers. Um, I've got Boney with Armstrong. I'm going to do it in the midfield this week with someone that I signed with experience just to see. And then I'll have, I've got a centre-back. So I've got a goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, striker. I brought in guys with experience to check it out, and I've seen nothing. Okay. No comment, no nothing. Um, I, I, I don't know. Expe- explain it. Explain it again. I'm sorry. I was listening, but I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you were fucking listening at all, you bit. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be in a wizard again, Harry? Um, sometimes. <laughs> I'm actually trying so to read men- something. Basically, yeah, it's all right. Mentoring. Have you seen anything? Uh, no. Mentoring's it. been absolute dog shit, mate. Uh, uh, Fabianski was mentoring my pot goalkeeper. He left the club. He said that he started mentoring and then he said when he left the club that he's no longer mentoring. That's been it. It's been absolute dog shit. Yep. There I, should be there seen. should be weekly updates from your staff. Like your your assistant manager should message you and be like Like even oh, if it was like a state of mind right? or morale boost or confidence yeah, like boost anything. because they're like learning anything. from a or a confidence knock because the experienced guy that's doing it. Anything. Yeah, just something. I've seen not a word. And I'm about to have my fourth one set up this week. And I still haven't seen anything other than he agreed to do it. And then when I sold someone, 
stop doing it. So. Okay. Well, let's, uh, that leads us on nicely to Dave's transfer roundup. But first, Faddy, if you please. <laughs> no. Even on a Sunday. <laughs> Dave's transfer roundup with the podcast boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they get worse right hey, a big thanks to Dave again right Banat Zorenjanin made the biggest cash sided this week by splashing 57.4 million on the Partizan Belgrade player Osborne Osborne was the first 40, 40 PV player in the game and is now a 92 OA 40 left mid uh, Mains ended their short relationship with Sucarella who went to Alloa for 55.4. 26-year-old is a 99-36 anchorman and was the bid of 54.6 from Sturm Graz a few weeks back. Thank you, Dave, for reminding me. Bitch. And he's gone again. <laughs> Tell me. Fuck. I wanted him so badly. Um, Moricic has left FC Porto for Levski Sofia in a £45 million move, which is nearly £5 million over his max with disruption is that what it is disruption the dis yeah disruptive yeah i think so. yeah. Yeah. and he has him as has that on him so dave is completely mind boggled he's a 26 96 37 right forward inside 36 inside forward with flair but has that horrible disruptive dave is mind boggled we've mind boggled dave peeps right <laughs> some of the top swap deals Tottenham had to let Soyuncugu leave this week after he trudged off the pitch after Spurs lost to Everton and said, losing to these is enough for me. I'm off. And off he went in a deal that cost Monaco 12 million. And De Grassa, oh, is that De Grassa like the FM football manager? God, Cos- Cosimo, whatever his name is, he's a beast. Uh, he's 2200 away. No, it's not. 36 centre-back and sweeper with determination, composure and pot with all nine in untrainables. Keita Baldi, 2502, 38 right, left, forward, and free roll with pot. And the sweetener on top being M. Dimon, 19 years old, 9008, 35 free roll with four speed. So Yunko is a 2506, 40CB with debt and res and pot. Not a bad deal, really. Wonder about the four speed free roll is obviously just instead of cash, isn't it? Um, mm. Durki has left. Ajax for Valencia in a really interesting swap. He is a 22-year-old, 136 centre-back AM with nine-speed pot and teamwork. Moving the other way is a 17-year-old sensation, Kamavinga, 99-36 playmaker with all nines in untrainables, pot and composure. Interesting. Uh, Neymar, which we touched on earlier, has left Everton, 103-38 right forward with flair and genius. Uh, He's left Everton in a deal that sees him go to Genoa, which we touched on new general manager Richard Webster already wielded the axe and headed to Everton was Barboza, 23-year-old, 108, 38 left forward with flair and pro. The weird and wonderful, seven players signing on a free this week, but many going for small sums, including Leicester's 35,000 purchase of Kunde, a 23-year-old, 96, 37 centimid who has a drinking problem and is slower than molasses with four speed, but worth a whopping 39.7 million. Not bad for 35K, in it? Jesus. Uh, yeah, numerous players on the move all, this week, including Gurky, Domarud, Rabiu, oh my God, and Kusif Sakiris. Kusif Sakiri. <laughs> all making moves. Hey, wow. I'm getting better though. I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm like getting it, I'm better Dave than more when more we though. first started he, doing this. Like, <laughs> he's definitely one of the crew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for fuck's sake. But thank you once again, Dave. For, yeah. Does he like have like a notepad? Does he like watch every transfer? How does he? No, he, I, I think I think uh, Ben sends him uh, like, a list updates. of yeah, yeah stuff. Fair play. Thank you, Dave. He's not getting a Christmas card though. He can go fuck himself. No. <laughs> is that it yeah yeah that's it yeah we don't know what you was waiting okay, for cool, cool. Sorry, yeah, you. I, was just, Wait, I didn't yeah. know that I, yeah. I was like I got nothing else I okay, said thanks so, Dave no, no, no. <laughs> I heard you say thanks Dave I just thought you were taking a piss and saying thanks for yeah yeah I thought he was going to read into some more or yeah, something yeah. like that no, okay no. just a couple of quick questions before we get to the quiz quiz. yeah so, a uh, quick one from Maxi. He asked the panel, uh, "What do you th- do? You think this could work? The better the mentor, the better the mentor mentor player turns out. 
So, for example, Neymar with his genius essay would help develop a younger player of the same age and stat player without the said essay. Also, right. what's your thoughts on a mentored player acquiring an essay as a result of that being mentored by the better player with the essays? That's what I thought the point of it was. Yeah, so did I. I thought it would maybe develop some sort of essay pick up the traits. or yeah, or stats right. in like certain positions. So like, you know, if I put my target man with Suarez, like maybe his shooting would go up because it was better than his, or confidence, or an essay that the same as Suarez had, or something would appear. You know, right? But I don't know. I don't know. That would be the dream. What Maxi's put would be what I thought mentoring is, but. I'm not even getting told they don't get on, you know, like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, interesting. I'd like it to be what Maxi suggested, though. Like, I think, I think the yeah. mentoring is just a work in progress. I think mm. Ben's obviously put it in, which is a great Got idea. Iron it out. Yeah, but there's just yeah, okay, because we're in the beta. We're in the beta, boys. Yeah, you're in the beta, <laughs> in the master beta. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> the master beta. You it is know. Sunday afternoons. Good thing the cameras are it on. Is. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the live stream, boys. Oh, not, on a Sunday. not on a Sunday. Don't do it. Darren will wear the dress if you pay enough. I will. I, will. I even did my uh, eye but... makeup, if you noticed, by the way. I, I did notice. I, I didn't. I really didn't look that close okay. enough. I just I I it saw it change. And I was like, oh, dear Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, Buff had a question. He said, I currently have 12 players in my three squads who I started season one with. Three of them are in my starting eleven or subs. One being Dennis Lewis, Faddy's real life friend. Uh, he says, so he said, Denim, question Denim. one: How many? Oh, sorry, yeah. Uh, how many of these do you have? Uh, players from your uh, from season one, your, your very first original. So basically, original players. How many do you have? Do you think it helps? Uh, question two: Do you think it helps having a core of the original squad? And question three: When will Faddy make me an actual offer that's worth thinking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> <Denim>. <laughs> for, for, first of all. Uh, suck a dick. Um, second of all, uh, yes, I do think it um, it makes a difference. I don't think it makes a massive difference. I just think it helps with state of mind um, that you've still got players from the beginning. Um, I also think the country, I, I've said, I think this is one of the first podcasts that we've done, but I think the country that you're playing in, having more players from that country also helps. So, for example, if you're playing in England, having more English players in your squad um, okay. helps. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't think by much, but I just think there's, there's something there. Um, that makes, yeah, there. yeah, that makes a difference. Um, in terms of the starting team, I've got three, four, five. Wow! In my first team. No dear. Uh, I have one I'll, I'll... <laughs> in my youth team. That's it. That I started. Well, you uh, did you completely? I've, I've... Everything's gone. I literally just uh... sold the backup keeper two weeks ago that was here originally. Um, he was back up to my first team, but I got an offer of half a mil already. He's cack. I've literally got one left from the original team because the the other two that I've just looked at were actually trialists. I have one guy who's actually a thirty six eighty eight guy with like yeah he's actually really good if he's if i could get aggression up but i don't think he'll ever become anything but he's playing really well in the youth but yeah one guy and i only yeah and the rest are all gone there's nothing else i've just looked i don't wow. think sabitzer was already here i will double check that i maybe sabitzer was already here in my youth team who started at right mid he's the only one i've got a question mark so maybe two but i think sabitzer was oh, a trialist cool. because he had lines everywhere a 10 vision I think he was a trialist, but I will double check. I may have started with Sabitzer, which if so, I'd have two and one in my first team. But yeah, everyone else is gone. All gone. And that's not like me. I never make yeah. transfers like that. But I've only just realized. And there's me saying, oh, I don't do many deals. Uh, you're lying. No. <laughs> you're a liar. <laughs> so I think I had, uh, I think I at one point I did have four in my first lineup. Uh, so it was like the goalkeeper. Uh, I think maybe Gonzalez. I think my other centre back. I'm not sure. I'd have to check that. I think I've had him from the start. I'm not sure though. Nah, do you know what? I think I actually brought him in. Uh, so definitely Alori. Definitely my goalkeeper. Wendell for a while. My centre midfielder before I bought Brozovic. He was. He's still there though. He's on the bench. Uh, and Camacho. Uh, I've also got a guy called Carlos Andre. A really good young right forward. He's he's been there from my youth team. He's now in my reserve team. He's coming through. 
he hopefully might be on the bench for next season, but I'm still sort of developing him in the reserves, getting him game time and that. But yeah, uh, I've got five or six. Um, I don't know how much of an issue or, or an impact they make as a core. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, it's not something I've ever thought about. I, I just build a team, the best team I can, really, with what I've got, and I'd be as stingy as I can with my pop players. So I'm yeah. shocked that I haven't done that. I'm actually shocked. I'm actually trying <laughs> to scroll through now to see. Uh, so keep going. But I, I'm actually shocked because I don't make transfers like that that's weird i can't go yeah, back yeah. i don't know how to find it yeah it's very strange yeah and the last one guys um i think we've sort of touched on this before but we could you know it might be a bit more relevant now we're later into the game uh jamie the barcelona manager has asked if you could pick any player from the game in one two one to fit straight into your team who would it be and why i'll let, I'll let you guys have a quick think about that i mean mine's I quite i easy. don't need I to think because I, really, I, I missed I need out a on him this week. so carlos oblak Definitely, Carlos at exit is Oblak. I'd have him 100. percent Less, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm happy with the rest of my side. They've all got most of them have got part. Most of them are high, you know, good rated and performing well. Um, I'm doing quite well in the league with them. So yeah, I think the real, a really top notch goalkeeper would be nice to Oblak. Sorry, gone, Daryl. Uh, Haller. I wanted Haller, Sebastian Haller. Uh, the, is that the West Ham guy in real life? That one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Justin, Justin, like, just, Justin just swapped him. Oh, yeah. And I, I put, a, I, I didn't see his message from the morning, and then I replied by the night, and he'd already gone. So I was a bit. <laughs> Are you going to go after him at the other side now? If he comes available, yeah, yeah. I, I'll always listen. I'll always try and put something forward for him. I think he would be exactly the target man that I need in the way I play. You know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Daddy, um, mm, Daddy's got the. I don't know. Team, yeah. I, I I don't know. I've... You asked the question. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, my team. My team's quite good, man. Like um, I, I've got depth. Like obviously, you, it's just players that I, I need. Like Ronaldo. Just say Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo, Messi. <laughs> Um, but do you feel that's what you're building? That now that the only thing that you would really turn your head to is to get a, like a, a star in. Yeah, that's it. I've, I think I think I've got a settled squad in terms of look. My strike, my main striker's 102 away. All my midfielders are 100 away plus uh, three out of four of my defenders are 102, 103 away. Like my team is ready for the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Could it be it better? Could it could it be better? Yeah, of course it could, hundred percent. Um, do I need a better goalkeeper like after Fabianski going? Yeah, but I've got a pot goalkeeper who's thirty seven PV and ninety four away. So is he going to get better? Yeah, he is. He's nineteen years old. Do you know what I mean? Um, so could I? Yeah, maybe O, o Black would 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 boost me massively, but I'm not really bothered, mate. I could okay. I could beat anyone on a day. Ooh, bold statement. Uh, Amir is going to be... Uh, you'd be oh, fucking <laughs> shit. I'll tell you right now, I will spend 15 minutes tops doing my MDS playing Amir. Amir will spend the entire week figuring out what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's finish off quickly with the quiz. Let's round this off quickly. Um, so currently, Daryl leads 8-6. Can oh, Daddy bring it back? Fuck uh, Daryl, I will say... I didn't pick your questions this week for your WWF. You have Grant to thank for this. Grant, so, let's bring have it I ever on. I talk nasty of Grant. Baxter, you <laughs> <laughs> I think it was I think it was Grant who messaged me. Pretty sure. Come um, so, Daryl, you go, go first on. as you're leading currently. Yep. Who made up the tag team, the Twin Towers? Um, it was uh, what was his name? Um, the big boss man and the the dog. Um, Hakeem, the, Amer- the African dream. Yeah, that's Ooh. the one. Yeah. Oh, that was tough. Oh, Ooh, that was tough. I couldn't so, yeah, the guy. Kudos I to, see the blue kudos to Grant. You got a good one there, mate. Ooh, that was. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't thought of them. Buddy, they were beasts. Who was West Ham's manager in the 2013 to 2014 season? Um, Sam Aladas. Correct. Daryl, who made up the Colossal Connection tag team? Colossal Connection. Oh. 
There's a bum flap in here. <laughs> this is good. I love it. I, I just, it was, it was managed by, he, by uh, Heenan, um, Andre the Giant oh, oh. and Haku. No, what's his name? I can't well, remember his yeah, name. Yeah, no, you got is it. it you got it. Oh, shit. I thought yeah. his name was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can only see Fatty. Bobby Heenan saying it. Bobby yeah. the Brain, yeah. But Faddy, which former Croatian striker joined West Ham previously having played for Madrid and Sevilla? Um, They're two of his David, previous David, clubs. David Suka. Well done. Oh, well done, that man. Two apiece. Oh, he was such a good player. Uh, I, you know, I had to put his other previous clubs. I thought if I put Arsenal, Fanny's got this in like. He was such a good second, player, though. Split like, second, yeah, I loved, I, I loved watching loved Suka play. Great player. He just yeah. never had. He had never had the service at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, Daryl, last one from uh, from Grant. Okay. He's tough. Who, who made up the tag team Strike Force? Strike Force. Yeah. We're giving you a little bit more time, by the way, because obviously... It, you was, know, um, actually, they, get... they, it was before they became characters. Uh, it was uh, Rick the Model Martel and Tito Santana. Yeah. Rick and who? Tito Santana. You, you broke up a little Oh, Tito oh, Santana. Uh, you completely yeah, you broke, broke up. up a little bit, mate. Yeah. yeah. Well, well done. You got the spot on. Faddy, who was West Ham's first ever manager? Whoa. Um... What's He's had some hard ones, so we have to give you a hard one. Oh, mate, I actually know this as well. It's um, Loyal, John Loyal. John Loyal? John Loyal? Sid King. Sid King? No way, it was definitely John Loyal, man. That's what it says. What year? What year was Sid King? Sid King. Uh... Because if you're, if you're doing Sid King, then you're talking about Ironworks. You're talking, you're going further back. When West Ham was named West Ham... The first ever Ooh, manager yeah. was John Loyal. Oh, yeah. do we give him that then? Yeah, because you said that? West Ham. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. That, I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Free all then. Okay, well, I could have been to, a dick to the, there. Remember that, boy. Okay. You could have. You could have. Yeah. <laughs> to the person. To the person. I'll catch you out with, with my ones. For me. Yeah, you're cool. <laughs> yeah, these fuckers. Right, Daryl. Because no one gives a fuck about that. about Simon Pegg? So, it's always Simon Pegg. Fuck's sake. No, no, no. It's nothing to do with it. Here you go. What scientific industry does Terry work in? I don't know. Oh, oh, industry. Um, yeah, so you know, you got can stuff they be like Can it be passed across? Can, can it I be passed can, can I pick one? Like, just make Go one on. up. Um, laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I just uh, uh, Can it be passed? Can it be passed? It can't be passed, but if you want to answer, you can go for it. Okay, you deal with um, graphs What's... and. And uh, telecharts in terms of like Richter scales and big massive events that happen within the world. I don't know what it's called though, but that's the shit that you do. Like like seismology. That's that's the one. Yeah. That's on the it's on the right grounds. The there we go. Love that. Wow. <laughs> one point for me, motherfuckers. You Listen, I, you're not <laughs> getting the point for that. That's my question. Still, Daddy, Terry once worked for which mobile phone company? Car phone warehouse. No, Nokia. <laughs> you worked for Nokia. That's when I come mad. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I, do, you know what? do you know what's well, funny, the, though? The, it's like, the benefit I, I of working there, I got the... Do you remember the you. Matrix? <laughs> do you know the Matrix when it came out? I got that flip phone before anyone else. I, was, I thought it was so fucking mm. dope. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Come on, then. Right, last ones, then. Here we go. Daryl. Yeah. Terry once saw the live show insanity of the band called Cannibal Corpse. But in what film do we see the band performing with Jim Carrey in the crowd? What? <laughs> Do we to repeat that? Yeah, go on. Ter- Terry once saw the live show Insanity yeah. of a band called Cannibal Corpse. Says, I went yeah. to see him. They're absolutely crazy <laughs> live show. But in what film did we see the band performing with oh, so Jim in Carrey a, in a being film. in the crowd? In a Jim Carrey yeah, film. So they're, they're performing in a film and Jim Carrey's right. in the crowd. In it. So one of his silly ones. Um... Don't know. Um... I don't know, Jim Carrey film. Me, myself, and Irene. No, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have thought that, really. It was quite silly, innit? Yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, that was. That, yeah, that, that actually makes sense. Okay. When he goes... I could have guessed that better, actually. Okay. Yeah, when when he goes into that, yeah, that, that you could just hear the, the guy yeah. just go... Yeah, and he's just... Everyone's spinning their head. Yeah, yeah that I, was I could have guessed corpse. that better. That was, that was slack. <laughs> I deserve to lose for that one. All right, last one, Fatty, to win it. 
Terry once saw the amazing live show of German metal band Rammstein live in person. But what movie starring Vin Diesel did the band also perform in? The fuck? I once went to see the band Rammstein, who do again do a really cool pyrotechnic sh- live show, really world renowned for it. But what movie did they perform the same same live show with Vin Diesel? It's a Vin Diesel film. I'm go- I'm gonna say Triple X. You got it. You got it. <laughs> oh my god! I even oh, know that one. The questions have been not the even other gonna way lie. Oh, not even gonna lie. I was I was stuck between. Um, Fast and Furious and Triple X, and I just went with Triple X. I think next week I'm going to give Daryl some West Ham ones, and I'm going to give you some wrestling ones. <laughs> Mate, we're, we're not, I'm not answering shit unless it's recent, <laughs> like '90s wrestling. Oh, I'm up. Man. But Daryl, uh, yeah, eight seven. Yeah. It's closing the gap. Closing the gap. There's still a gap though, so suck me from soft. <laughs> yeah, so if, and if Daryl wins, Faddy has to do the last live show in that same dress. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh my god! I'll burn it. I, I want to use it again. I've got good views. And if the manager that's got Haller is is listening, message me. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll get the dress out again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much for, for joining us as always and uh, and for everyone listening. And uh, we'll catch you all soon. See you later. Peace.